This episode is brought to you by LucidPoint. Are you struggling to take your IT organization to the next level? We help our customers do so with confidence. Turn your vision into reality. Call LucidPoint today. Welcome to the Quick Take Podcast, the show where you get targeted advice and coaching for executives by executives. I'm Susie Tomanchuk. And I'm James Camps. Give us 15 minutes and we'll give you three secrets to address the complex topical issues that are challenging executives like you today. Welcome. You are at Quick Take. Quick Take is where we talk about questions that are on the minds of executives everywhere. And I'm not, I'm glad I'm not going to do most of the talking today because I feel like just in that introduction, I realized my my ability to articulate individual words mm. is being hampered today. So with that, James, welcome. And how are you today? <laughs> I am fantastic. Now I feel obligated to use very clear diction and enunciate at a high level to make up for our general malaise in the conversation. <laughs> it's all about averaging out the two of us together. So That's to greatness. Right. You, you to are greatness. the average of the people you surround yourself with. Episode six. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Or are you really who you are? Which is what we're talking about today. Oh, we're talking exactly about personal right. brand. So what does that mean? Yeah. yeah, it's funny. We were talking earlier that I, I had a, was working with a guy here in town who was uh, an oil and gas executive, and he was looking to leave the industry. And he was really concerned about um, ultimately what was his brand and that, you know, he had uh, been working in the industry for a long time and knew a lot of people uh, in Colorado in particular had a perspective on oil and gas. And a lot of industries do have a reputation. And Oil and gas certainly uh, in some pockets isn't perceived as the cutting edge of software. He was a software guy. But the truth is, is he was doing some very progressive stuff, some artificial intelligence, um, some big data analysis. And so it was really compelling for anybody. But from his point of view, he was worried about his brand. And so we were spending a lot of time talking about how to, you know, how do you curate that brand? What is your brand and how do you go about doing that uh, and dealing with that as an executive? And I thought, you know, today would be a great day to talk about, you know, how do we do that? Yeah. And not a topic that you should only pay attention to when you're leaving a job and going oh, to another place, right. being really thoughtful absolutely about it. Right. Because I also think that brand is important from a leadership perspective to be mm-hmm, cognizant mm-hmm. of all through your journey, because it is the indicator of your internal influence and your ability to really lead in an impactful way. And so I talk to people about this a lot and um, your brand and how you believe you're perceived is never, because you can't ever understand your perception of you because you don't live outside of you. That's right. That's exactly right. Um, I think that's a really good point that, that there's the, uh, the brand that you want to uh, have uh, uh, out in the marketplace. And then there's the the brand that is out in the marketplace. And and your job, I guess, in this exercise is to make sure that those are as close together as possible. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Or if if they're not, what can you do to adjust that? And it's not oh, just sure. a matter of just saying, hey, what's my brand? I'm curious, what is my brand? Because I'm not right. sure you're going to get good, insightful and actionable feedback uh, you have to be a little bit of a detective to find out how you're being perceived around you and just being thoughtful about that every day. 
No, I think you're right. And that's, I was talking to to my friend who was essentially saying that where when he was going out and speaking to other leaders about roles and opportunities, you know, he found that, that, um, uh, that the perception was there about him being from oil and gas, the, the assumptions about what he did were there. And, you know, just out of the shoot, it took him a lot of work to really dissuade that, uh, kind of, uh, uh, situation. So there was a big, in his case, there was a very big gap. Uh, uh, between what he wanted there to be uh, uh, the perception of his brand versus what was actually his brand. And, and so, you know, we, we spent a lot of time talking about uh, what he can do uh, over time, but also how he can set that up in those meetings. How do I, how do I lead with my brand, if you will, uh, uh, and put, uh, put those misconceptions to bed. So um, in his case, he was the detective. I think uh, uh, the Mm -hmm. detective uh, work was hitting him in the face. Um, and it took him a lot of time to get there, but I think each of us should uh, be proactive in that uh, in that 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 search because ultimately, like in this case, you know, it was it was in hampering his ability to get a new role, a new job, uh, but he didn't understand why. All right, so let's talk about it. Give us some keys, and I'll add my two cents as you go. Yeah, I think that one of the really important things is upfront is you really need to uh, define your brand. You know, I'm a big believer in having a plan, even if you're, you, the, the plan falls apart. You know, I think the phrase is, you know, plans are worthless, but planning is everything. Um, and I think in this particular case, it's important for you to sit down and say, all right, how do I want to be seen in this area? How do I want to be seen yeah. in this area? And then, you know, to your to your point, then let's do the detective work. What's the gap analysis? So I think the first one is to find your brand. Second one, do the gap analysis and determine, uh, determine what that is. And, and I think that's those, that maybe that's the first item, but it is a big one. Yeah, it is a big one. You know, I, it, it made me think about one of the things that kind of, I learned that tripped me up is as you know, I used to do sales for technology. And so I'd would mm-hmm. work with, I'd partner with on our side of the table and the other side, really technologists that were, were highly technical, highly skilled. And I didn't mm-hmm. come from that place. So uh, in order for me to make people feel comfortable, I would always go, well, I'm not very good at technology. I'm not very good. I'm not very yeah, smart, essentially yeah. is what I was saying. Yeah. And what I started realizing over time is that wasn't helping me. That wasn't no. giving me anything. It was establishing your brand. I, ex- exactly. I thought right. that it was being helpful to say, I'm just human, you know, understand me. But then mm-hmm. people started thinking I didn't really know what I was talking about when I talked technology, which after many, many years of understanding it, you clearly knew. I did, Absolutely. I yeah. did know, and mm-hmm. I could hold my own, um, not to your extent, not as a, as a engineer, well, no, but, but you it, are enough. very, yeah, you knew that industry and you knew that technology. And I think, yeah, yeah you did yourself a disservice ultimately. So I guess what the, my point is, be careful what you say about yourself. Be careful mm-hmm, what you mm-hmm. use to feel vulnerable or to show your vulnerability because sure. you're actually seeding ideas to other people too. And you want to change those perceptions of you um, wherever you can. Absolutely. And I think that goes back to if, if you define that brand and that brand yeah. is, I want to be seen as a technology, a technically savvy individual, then you'll catch yourself doing those things that are undermining your brand. Agreed. Right? And I think that without that clarity of purpose up front, you're, you're, you're not going to be able to catch yourself uh, uh, further down the line. Yeah. And then how do you understand the gap? You said that to understand the gap and make that choice, what, what are some of the best practices that you think about? 
Well, I think the key is really um, learning to ask questions, um, understanding from those outside and and really trying to do it in a way that is, um, you know, uh, safe. I think ultimately, you know, yeah. you're not going to get a good, uh, good uh, uh, feedback from uh, your team by saying, hey, what's my brand? Right. That's <laughs> that's uh, that's not going to get you what you need. Yeah. But asking questions about. Uh, you know, how are, when we're in a meeting, uh, do I represent, represent myself in a way that this particular, you know, am I seen as a technical person? Am I seen as a listener? Am I see, do you see me behaving in a way that, that results in this? Um, it's not easy, uh, obviously. Uh, but I think that if you, you, you need to be, uh, uh, working towards getting that gap analysis, it's not going to happen, you know, uh, in 15 minutes. Yeah. I think to add on, to add plus to what you're saying is Mm -hmm. pay attention to what people will ask you about or what meetings they pull you into. Because if they're asking you about how do you input this data into this workflow, and that is not where you want to be seen, that is a Mm -hmm. good indicator of how people perceive you. The perception is wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I see that a lot. Um, I honestly see that a lot with uh, junior female engineers who are asked to do like note taking or mm-hmm. um, asked to do work that is not technical because they're uh, their age or their gender. And then we talk a lot about how ensuring that you have an appropriate response to reflect and pr- protect your brand, because ultimately that's that's what we're talking about there. Absolutely. Oh, I love that you took brought up that example near and dear to my heart. There's certain things that I wish I could go back to and adjust. Oh, gosh. Um, about those I see it biases. a lot, um, you know, and, and I see it uh, great in another episode conversation, but where, you know, people are asked to do those things and I'm, I'm like, stop that. I'll stop the music yeah. and say, you know what, can we have somebody else do that Good today? Um, and uh, honestly, there's a couple of my female coworkers or co-leaders that are, are the worst at that. They are the, they are yeah. the, 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 the ones that uh, perpetuate that, but, you know, so let's get back on it. We've got, so yep. your first step is really identifying your brand. Your second step is do the gap analysis. And I think the real third takeaway is, is that you really want to be genuine and, and true to yourself. I think we talk about this a lot, whether you're meeting with an executive, whether you're uh, doing an interview, you, when you are genuine and you are true to yourself, you are much mm-hmm. better. It is easier for you to perpetuate your brand, to um, to promote your brand and, to, and to, to get that brand out there when it's who you really are. It's really yeah. difficult when you, for example, want to be, my brand is that I will be a highly uh, technical software developer, but I'm not. Or I want to be very, um, uh, you know, I want to be very good at um, uh, at sales, but I'm not. Your brand will never really land where you want it to be. So I think the important thing, the important lesson there is that as you define your brand, you have to really be true to who you are because ultimately it'll enable you to be more successful. Yeah, I love that. And it it doesn't mean that you can't prepare for those meetings or be thoughtful about those things. Oh, no. And if you're if you're nervous about how you're going to be portrayed, there's uh, things too, like uh, read a, a an article, a business article right before you go in and and talk about that. Or, you know, if there's different things that you want to have this perception or this expertise or this, just that you're a thinker, bring something that you can focus on so that it does, it gets you out of your head. Right. And so that you right. can really portray that in, to your point, a very authentic way. Sure. No, I just think at the end of the day, the key thing is authenticity, right? And yeah. and uh, anytime you are putting yourself in a situation where you are not authentic, you are not going to be good. 
Um, I think that, you know, that ultimately smart people uh, see through that. And while you may be able to to hide and be uh, less authentic in some cases, at the end of the day, you'll be more successful, you'll be happier and you'll I, I guarantee you will you will grow in your career um, when you are true to yourself and who you are. Uh, because ultimately, uh, that kind of um, transparency breeds trust. That breeds yeah. uh, uh, strong relationships, and and that's how uh, executives are successful is by creating that kind of uh, ecosystem. So, um, I think it's super important that when you do define your brand, that it's close to who you are. Yeah. All right. So, give us the three again. Yeah. So, number one, define that brand. You know, write it down, document it, have a plan, put that down yeah. in place. Secondly, do some research. Work out how, what's that gap analysis um, and make sure that you understand how far away you are from the brand you're trying to promote. And three, evaluate that 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 brand. Determine that if it uh, make sure that it is genuine and true to who you are, because you'll be more successful selling something that you you believe in. I love that, and I and I just want to accentuate or uh, make it a very strong point to writing it down and putting it up yeah. and having that awareness so that you're paying attention to that gap analysis and mm-hmm. being authentic to that. I think that's a good, a really, really great best yeah. practice. Yeah. Always good to write things down. I know uh, it's maybe a little old school, but I think for me, anyhow, um, I find that my memory drifts and uh, my, uh, you know, the, the history is written you know, by my memory. And so when I can go back and say, oh, that's what I actually told myself, then I can hold myself accountable. So, um, you know, put that somewhere that you can, you can uh, go refer back to. I, absolutely. I'm writing that down. We're going to do a, an episode on your memory. So that will be something for oh. everyone to look forward to. So don't oh, miss I, that. I forget about you saying that. So you better write that down. <laughs> that's until right. We do that's it. right. And you actually <laughs> agreed to do it. So there you go. I'll, I'll give you oh, that. Sure. Your future whatever, self. Whatever yeah. you want. There whatever you, you want. Whatever so you want, Susie. They don't want to miss that. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. And if you feel right. so inclined, if this has really moved you in a positive way, share this with uh, people that you know and, and give us a five-star right. review. So we appreciate you being here. Thank you, James. And until next time. Take care, everybody. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Quick Take, where we talk about the questions that are on the minds of executives everywhere. Connect with us and share what's on your mind. You can find us on LinkedIn, YouTube, or whatever nerdy place on the internet you find your podcasts. All the links you really need are in the show notes.